serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Tuesday. This portion of the program is brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing and Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. You know, we've been talking about the crazy weather. Certainly over the summer with the monsoon, it was it was nuts. Yeah. You know, uh, especially you in Pinal County. Uh, My goodness. We can't like, vote and we get a lot of horrible <laughs> weather. <laughs> right. I had a tree come down. Becky Lynn has had stuff happen. So, do you guys remember, um, so what, last weekend there was like heavy, heavy rain, there was wind, there was hail, and a girl was playing outside with her dad, she's 12, and all of a sudden she gets struck by lightning. It's unbelievable. And this was in the West Valley. And, you know, if you get struck by lightning, your, your heart could stop. And that's exactly what happened. This little girl's heart stopped. And dad was right there to resuscitate her. And dad joins us now on KTAR. Tell us about the story. Steve Jorgensen. Hey, Steve, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Still breathing and hooking and jabbing. How are you guys? We're doing good. Doing good. So uh, we know that, that your little girl is doing great, which is so amazing. Uh, my gosh, what a miracle. Tell us what happened. You're outside, you kind of playing with your daughter, and then all of a sudden, you know, bring us through that story. All right. Yes, sir. So my daughter and I just picked up her best friend, and we were heading over to my parents' house where her two brothers were, and we were going to wait there and hang out for Fear Farm later on that day. Hmm. Ella and I were at a car show. And earlier that morning, and it got canceled out because of the rain. And so as that rain progressed, and I was looking at it, like, hey, we're not going to be able to go to Fear Farm, guys. It's just going to be too bad. And so her and her friend requested to uh, go play outside in the rain. Like it, it just started to drizzle right where they were at. And so, I, hey, I, I didn't have a problem with it. Her, her younger brother uh, went out following behind, and her and her best friend started running across the, uh, the yard, and I hear a little rumble. Next thing you know, on the side of my vision, I see that lightning just strike Ella down. Her so, friend was just like a, a foot away from her and didn't even get touched. Wow. So, Steve, it hits, right? It doesn't hit her directly by the sounds of it. It hits next to her. Uh, when did you know, okay, this is a problem? Um, really right away. Uh, as soon as she dropped and her friend looked at me kind of funky like what just happened, I my the dad panic came in and I just started running and screaming and I wanted to get down to her as quickly as possible so I I done that baseball slide type of thing in situations like this before so I slid right into it up on top of the pavers and my dad wasn't too far behind me and I flipped her over and when I flipped her over I can see the burns around her neck. Uh she was that pale color and it, I, I've seen this before, and it just, my heart dropped. So, so let's and, go. So, Steve Jorgensen is joining us. His 12 year old daughter survived a lightning strike. You brought her back to life. You said you've seen this before. Uh, you've, have you seen somebody get hit by lightning before? Uh, no, not necessarily lightning before, but the heart stopping, the death, 
type of deal. Uh, I was in the Marine Corps from 2005 to 2013, wow. and I fought in Iraq in 2007 and Afghanistan in 2008. Oh. So I, 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 I've seen and I know the situation for what it is. And what was the scary part about it, now it's, it's my child. Yes, I have my brother in arms, and we are family, but it, it's something completely different when it's your child. I thought I knew the definition of being scared and what fear is. This entire situation really rewrote that book for me. So, I, I mean, I'm sure you had some scary times in Iraq and Afghanistan, but this t- this takes it, right? I mean, your daughter is not breathing, and you, as you said, yeah. you baseball slide you know, near her. All right, so how do you... Do you know she's breathing? And did you, and how did you bring her back? Uh, as soon as I got to her, uh, I knew she wasn't breathing at all. That was the first thing. I started to do a sternum rub, and right when I started to do that to see if that would bring her back, I could, I could tell right away her heart was stopped. Oh. So I transitioned from that sternum rub right into chest compressions, and I started doing the chest compressions. Um, my, dad, my dad was right there next to me watching and, and trying to figure out how to help, but, I mean, I was just straight on focused on my daughter. I got her heart back going again, but it was only for about 15, 20 seconds, and then I lost it again. Oh. And that's when the other set of panic started coming in again, and... I started chest compressions again, and once I got that second round going and got her heart going, it was for a lot longer. It was about 45 seconds, and then given my experience, I figured, you know what, this would be a good time to transport her from outside into the weather, uh, inside, out of it, and that's when uh, my father and I uh, started to uh, carry her and get her inside, and where my mom already had a uh, 911 call. Uh, I was trying to get speakerphone uh, with dispatch, and I'm talking and coordinating with them. I'm trying. I have my oldest son, my youngest son, watching, mm. and trying to get them situated. Uh, my oldest son helped me out tremendously through it all, helping the linkage with the fire department and all that. But uh, shortly after, uh, I started talking to dispatch. That's when our heart stopped again. Oh. So three times the oh. heart stopped. Three times, right? Yes, sir. Her heart stopped three times. God. Talking to Steve Jorgensen, so, his daughter was struck by lightning, uh, and he gave her, he resuscitated her on three occasions. How long until the paramedics arrive? And obviously they must have shocked her back into uh, rhythm of some sort. Uh, no, actually, the uh, the good thing is, is that last go-around, uh, I, I, everything worked out perfect and I was able to get her heart going without needing to be shocked. I mean, I was so like all over the place. I'm trying to calm myself down. And then I start laughing, seeing the BG staying alive. Staying alive. When you're doing the, when you're doing the CPR. episode. That's right. Wait, wait, wait. You head. start, wait, wait. You started, you started singing the Bee Gees? Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. I, 
I, yeah, I, yeah, I, so staying I, alive, I, staying are, alive. Yeah. Are you joking? No, I never heard of that. Have you? Heard, I've never heard of that. No, I can't believe it. it was a whole episode on The Office. So, oh gosh. So Steve. Yeah, so, exactly. So, that is exactly that was playing in my head. I was huh? hoping Dwight would come out of the closet with the knife and everything for the organ <laughs> transplant type of deal. Just I'm trying to laugh at the situation, just to calm myself down. So I'm talking to dispatch, singing the BG, staying alive. Trying Trying to calm down while that scene was playing in my head. Oh my so, gosh! So here she gets taken to the hospital, and uh, she she has no idea, right? They're taking the tubes out of her, and you're like, uh, she's like, "What happened to me?" Oh yeah, uh, she got transported over to Banner Thunderbird, where they intubated her, did the initial scans. Uh, they were worried that there was some minor burns in her throat and her lungs and of course it's on her chest thighs and uh, and her legs so they uh, decided to transport her over to Valley Weiss Burn Center and uh, there she stayed intubated for a little way around 30 hours roughly and once she started coming off the medication uh, she was struggling trying to figure out like what was going on she was mouthing what happened and I told her, and I looked at her, and I was like, hey, baby, you got struck by lightning. <laughs> and she just kind of, like, looked at me, like, funky, you're lying to me. You're messing with me. And so a few minutes later, they got the tubes out, and her mom was right there and uh, told her again, hey, you got struck by lightning. And the look on her face is just, she kind of, like, giggled a little bit, and she just says, I have a cool story to tell forever now, and gives oh. her mom a massive hug. Oh. Well, you are a hero, my friend. Dad You're- needs a massive hug as yeah. well, because Dad was staying alive, That's staying right. alive. Steve Jorgensen, uh, his 12-year-old daughter, playing outside, struck by lightning, and Steve brought her back. His military uh, training certainly helped, uh, and your daughter is recovering well, Correct. Yes, uh, she's with her mom right now. She's at home, uh, still tired. She's eating, and she's starting to get her movement all back. All right. Hey, Steve, uh, wow, what a great dad you are, and, you know, we're so glad your daughter's okay. Thanks for coming on and telling us the story. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Steve Jorgensen, West Valley, a lightning str- uh, strike right near his daughter, and he had to get her heart going three different times, and she's fine. It's crazy. What a crazy story. I can't believe you don't know the beach. I never heard it. It was even a PSA, I think. Like, yeah. you know, one that just aired randomly and then it was on The Office. You need, yeah, it's yeah. time to get that out there again. CPR, that's the rhythm you use. Staying alive. Wow. All right. Coming up next. Well, we've got another Arizona county who botched their ballots. Oh, great. Ballot botchers! Talk about it next. Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. That's right. Head over to KTAR.com. Take the Gatos Big Q. Today, I've got uh, this one. The Arizona Clean Elections uh, Committee has rescheduled a a proposed gubernatorial debate. The goobs. Between Democrat Katie Hobbs and Republican Carrie Lake. Why? Why are they doing that? I, haven't we already decided? Well, I think the thing is they're it's doing it happening. to CYA themselves because the whole thing is they're here for, they're not here for town halls, they're here for debates, okay. and they've got to offer that okay. knowing full well she's not going to show up. Ho- Hobbs doesn't want a debate, but they're offering another yeah. debate. I don't know. Okay. Should Hobbs 
reconsider and actually go and debate Lake. Yes, no, I don't care. Uh, pretty close, actually. Yes, 48%. 44%, I don't care. I don't think I care. We're, we're Personally, I don't think I care. It's late. Uh, we're three weeks away. If Hobbs doesn't want to do it, let's just move on. Yeah. Let's just move on. She doesn't want to debate. Let's stop talking about two people not debating. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Okay, she doesn't want to debate. By the way, plenty of Republicans didn't want to debate either. Okay? You know, Doug Ducey did not debate in 2018 in the primary. Yeah. But in the general. In the general, yeah. I mean, still, you either could debate or you're not going to debate. Yeah. Okay. So, Doug Ducey didn't debate in 2018. But if primary. it would have, I here's the thing. I think... Even with the urging of the Democratic Party, at some point that people are starting to realize this is hurting her and this is ruining their chance potentially of 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 her winning uh, the, the governorship here. And no matter what they do, she just doesn't want to hear it or have any part of it. I think if you're desperate and you thought you were going to lose, mm-hmm. you may throw everything against the wall. I don't I, think she feels that way. I don't think Hobbs feels she's desperate at all. No. Uh, in a poll, she's winning by one point. We just saw we, we just talked about a poll. One point. No, that could go either way. It's basically tied. But is is Katie Hobbs desperate? No. No. She's not. But it also says you have no confidence in yourself and belief, and you feel the only or you're, thing. Or you're smart because you know you're going to get well, crushed. The, yeah, you're, you're smart because you know, <laughs> I'm not very good at this. So what if I call this? To, to, to see myself exposed. Godzilla versus Bambi. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Godzilla's going to win. Godzilla's going to win. Because Godzilla's awesome. Listen, Carrie Lake is very skilled. Yeah. On stage, 100%. she's very skilled. Uh, Katie Hobbs is not good. No. And that's why she's not doing I'm she's just tired about... She's not good at pre-planned events. What's that? She's not good at pre-planned events. No. No. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. So maybe maybe Katie Hobbs is smart. I know I shouldn't debate. I know I shouldn't be on stage doing this. Uh, so I'm not going to. But I'm just... I'm tired of talking about the debate that didn't happen. Can we move and on? And it won't happen. And it's not going to happen. So why don't we just we're gonna move on? Move on. We've got 21 days. Move on! Okay. So that's the Gato Speak Q poll question of the day at KTAR.com. All right. Coming up next, Becky Lynn has the 3.30 newscast. It's not your normal 3.30 newscast. You and I are going to sit in on it. And we're going to react to it. We're actually going to go inside of her booth we are. and hang out. She's in a little it's different first booth. time ever. Very yep. excited. I think we should, actually. That'd be awesome. All right. Holding up the headlines next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. Time to hold up the headlines. We're going to interrupt. Oh, yes. And react to the day's top stories. Some snark? Absolutely. Fantastic. Here with those headlines that we're about to hold up is uh, Becky Lynn. Arizona votes. Well, things are a little quiet downtown, despite what many thought would lead to another clash between Arizona candidates for governor. KTAR's Taylor Tassler is live outside of the Cronkite School at ASU with the details. 
Yeah, Becky, Democrat Katie Hobbs is sent for a 30-minute Q&A with Arizona PBS today. This interview made headlines last week and caused the Arizona Citizens Clean Elections Commission to postpone its Q&A with Republican Carrie Lake saying PBS violated the terms of their agreement. At a press conference last week, Lake said she would show up to, today, to today's event to demand a debate. PBS better put both of us on stage at the same time. However, Lake has yet to show. KTAR has reached out to her campaign and has not received a statement as to why she did not arrive. Reporting live in downtown Phoenix, Taylor Tassler, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. All right, so let's see. Hobbs was supposed to, what, uh, tape this thing at 3? Yeah. 3.30 right now. Oh, at 3.30. It so just she's, started. It just, it's just begun. She's right. starting to bumble as we speak. She's So she's already there, and there's no sign of Lake. Um, but what if Lake shows up after? See, I just think I'd be, I'm kind of surprised that Carrie Lake isn't there. She likes chaos. She wants to get in the face of Hobbs. She already and, achieved that. And now she's a no-show. Well, she said she was going to show up at the debate. But she achieved that because it made everybody think it was going to happen. All that stuff. And as she bobs, she weaved. And now so she's she didn't achieve it, Chad. Right? No, really no one else is down there either. You can't, you, to achieve it, you have to go to downtown at the Cronkite. Yeah, but building. everybody talked about it, right? She, even even uh, Katie Hobbs put out a big statement earlier about you know the evil that is you know Carrie Lake and and stuff. So well, I'm she, just glad that she didn't show up because yeah. you know, there's no point to it. This whole thing is ridiculous. She, Hobbs doesn't want to debate. Carrie Lake says I'm going to cause chaos by showing up. Just stay home. Let's figure. Let's move on. There's no debate. All we've talked about for two weeks is how they're not debating. How does that help Arizona? You tell me. It doesn't. All right, we're holding up the headlines. Well, here's the new details about the recently rescheduled oh, Arizona Clean Elections Commission 30-minute candidate Q&A. Gina Roberts with the commission tells KTAR the new Q&A is going to air Sunday at 5 on AZTV 7. And she explains that so far only Carrie Lake has confirmed she'll be there for the event. But the commission's open for both candidates. We would love to bring a debate forward for the voters so they can hear from both candidates uh, on the same stage at the same time. And so, again, we welcome her participation at any moment and we can be available for that. We don't know yet who's going to moderate the event. What? Why are they asking for a debate? Why are they asking Hobbs to go and debate when they already know the answer is no? Wait, it, it, does anybody want to move on? Because you have to, days. if it's going to be through the Clean Elections Commission, they have to offer that. They already did offer it, I, and Hobbs said no. But then they rescheduled it. So okay, but they, the they motion, have to offer just, it again. But yeah, if you, you reschedule something that nobody wants to show up for, then... Well, you got to check. You, you're checking the boxes. That's all you're doing. You're checking the boxes to make sure. Because what if she... They didn't offer it to her, and then all of a sudden she goes, I was oh, going to come. I was going to show up, yeah. but she didn't give me the opportunity. Like, oh, I was totally crap. coming, and you guys totally screwed me. This is stupid. There is no debate. Stop asking people to debate. It's not happening. It's silly it's not happening, but it's not. Man. So let's move on. How do you feel about this, Gatos? No, I mean, how, how much longer do you want to talk about a, a debate that's not going to happen? Uh, maybe what, do you want to do another three hours? Uh, what, are we, what are we getting out of it? Nothing. Okay, Hobbs doesn't want to debate. What else you got? Yeah, she doesn't want to debate. That's right. fine. Nobody right. said anything about you, whether or not she wants to but debate. But now they're offering her another debate. They have to. So so now Hobbs is going to say, no, I don't want to debate. Just like I didn't want to debate before. But you have to offer it. I don't think you have to offer You already know her answer from before. But you still have to offer it. I don't think you have to offer it. I think you already know her answer. 
Well, that, yeah, that may be true, but you still have to offer it. Dude. I don't think you do. I feel like this is a circle that's got no We're end. We're holding here. up the headlines. You really are. I'm not kidding, <laughs> Arizona PBS's government oh. funding is under scrutiny from State Representative oh. John Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh tells KTAR's Mike Broomhead show he is going to introduce legislation barring government donations and will get support from Republicans if they win in November. I okay. think we'll be able to get government out of the broadcasting business, especially when there's a history of unfairness here. He's this PBS would have enough support without government aid to stay independent. I don't care. He doesn't care. I don't uh, care. I don't. I mean, again, if it wasn't for uh, the antique show, I don't really think it involves <laughs> a lot of what goes on you over like there. like the cooking shows? Uh, no. I See, don't. I like the cooking yeah, shows. The, and the kids' shows are really good. What station are we talking about now? PBS? PBS. I don't care. Uh, I like, the again, Antique Roadshow. Yeah. I want to see somebody get excited about a Ming Voss they didn't know they had. <laughs> that their kids kept candy in for 40 years. <laughs> and that's worth $12 million. And somehow it didn't get broken. Yep. Yep. We're holding up the headlines. A Maricopa Community College board candidate has suspended his campaign after getting arrested by the campus police. Former Republican candidate Randy Kaufman was arrested by the Maricopa County Community Police earlier this month. According to a police report, Kaufman was in the parking lot of the Rio Salado College campus in surprise when MCCPD approached him engaging in sexual acts while looking at a cell phone in his truck. Oh, the incident geez. happened just south of a preschool where children were said to be playing outside. Oh. Kaufman alleges he wasn't aware of where he parked oh. and said he was, quote, really stressed out. Kaufman was arrested oh. in cited for public indecency and has since suspended his campaign. Patricia Valencia, KTAR News. Now, that's a different kind of debate. So uh, the reality is, oh, is goodness. that is not going to get you elected to anything. You need to go away, sir. And how de- what? Oh. Just, just out of curiosity, just throwing it out there. Oh, God. No matter how stressed you've been in life, have you ever thought to yourself, ah, you know what? Make me take the edge off. You're like, you're in a restaurant. Maybe I should go home. How about that? Maybe you I want should to talk about out. the debate now? Uh, maybe I, I do. I want to talk about the debate. <laughs> oh, my god! You're in your car. You're halfway home. The baseball the day. player last year. I don't know. I don't remember Again, that. same thing. Go home. What are you doing? You can't wait till you get this home? This is CNN. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Tubin. We knew we're talking to you. Yeah, that was on Zoom. Yeah. People just, they can't control themselves, for crying out loud. What else you got for us over there? Yeah, what else you uh, got? Let's move on. Yeah, this month is Domestic Violence Awareness oh. Month. Newly released numbers show just how many lives are being taken by this crime in Arizona. And KTAR's Colton Krolak is live in the news center to tell us more. 94 people died in domestic violence incidents last year in the state. And while that's a slight decrease from the year before that, Jenna Panis with the Arizona Coalition to End Sexual and Domestic Violence says even one is too many. You think 94 individuals. That is still way too many folks who are are being killed by someone that they are in a relationship with. There have already been 79 domestic violence-related deaths this year. Live in the News Center, Colton Krolak, KTAR News. It's horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Uh, You know, it it should make us all uh, furious that, you know, behind closed doors, there's someone that's beating on somebody else, that is hitting somebody else. And, you know... If that's you out there, there's always help. There's so many different places to go for help. Get out of that situation before he kills you. Absolutely. And if you know somebody out there, again, that guy's going to try to separate you from him and and her, and it's dangerous, and you got to keep a watch out because 
eventually people say they give up, and that's when the the worst of it starts to come. That's it for holding up the headlines. That was interesting. Becky Lynn uh, reads the news. Uh, we interrupt, read, excuse me, react to the day's top react. stories with a little snark. Uh, and uh, coming up, this is unbelievable. Could this happen? Will undocumented immigrants be voting in the midterm election? What? Yeah. Uh, plus, uh, at 4 o'clock, midterm mayhem. Mayhem. Uh, will Arizona geezers decide the governor's race? Oh, that's very nice. Is that not nice? The, you're talking about the walk-in tub crowd. Okay. It's a Gatos and Chad show. <laughs> Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad show. Seriously. All right, 405 midterm mayhem. We bring you the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Uh, a couple things we'll talk about. Old people in Arizona. Are you picking the next governor? How about independence? Are you picking the next governor? You might be surprised. One of the two will. It's all coming up. Midterm mayhem. Gatos, 2,000 meals. And uh, I know that's silly to say something like that, but I'm going to bring this up because this is insane. D.C. voted a couple weeks ago. Two. By the way, 12 to 1. It passed the city council to allow non-residents, including those with no legal standing, to potentially have the right to vote in local elections. That's ridiculous. The one holdout, also a Democrat, not a shocker, said, yeah, no, this is ridiculous. Uh, and she's now been called uh, a xenophobe. Oh, please. And all the things that you would call somebody because that's the easiest thing to do. It is insane. Even the Washington Post came out and says, hey, Democrats, put an end to this stupidity. So they're going to vote again. And then it has to go to Bowser, which is the uh, governor. I mean, the, the, the mayor of D.C. They estimate about 52,000 non-citizens live in D.C. But of course, more are coming there. All you have to do, apparently, is establish you've been there for 30 days oh. to get the opportunity to vote. I don't know where they come up with this stuff. Uh, 30 days in the United States. And now what makes... Why would we give them the right to vote? Exactly. I See, let me ask you a question. As stupid as this sounds, do you think any of the 50, you said 52,000? Yeah. Do you think that they would go and vote or do they, you know, let's say that some of them have been here only 30 days. Like, you don't want to go fill a bunch of stuff out, do you? No. Don't you want to kind of keep quiet? I mean... You're not here legally. But they don't care. Here's the thing. They're welcoming you. See, you if you've not been to places like California, which is where I was raised most of my life, nobody hides. There's no hiding. They've got, you know, they've got uh, licenses and they've got uh, all the other stuff. Nobody hides because there's zero fear of being caught and removed from the country unless you commit a heinous crime. Right, right, right. And even then, I mean, you know, they'll let you go out the back door while the feds are trying to come in the front. But the fact that you could even talk about this. Now, several other places, and Maryland's done a couple times, uh, where they've, you know, some of these places have said, hey, you know what, Uh, if you're a citizen, you get a vote, obviously you're naturalized. If you're a resident, you're you're a legal green card resident here, you can vote in local things like school board, because maybe you're paying taxes, your kids are going to school. One of the other things that was brought up here is, uh, and this Chen lady brought it up, is, hey, uh, we got a lot of people here from... uh, You know, uh, from countries that don't like us Mm. and they live here as diplomats. And so you're going to give them the opportunity to vote on things that would affect D.C. You think they're going to have our best interest? And of course, xenophobe. 
Yeah, I mean, it's easy to say that. It's easy to call people racist. It's easy to call people xenophobes. But, I mean, if, you, if you've been here 30 days and you didn't even come in the right way, you're here illegally, of course you should not have a say in what happens in our elections. You should not have a say. You haven't earned that. No. You don't live here. I don't know if you're going to stay here. No. I don't know who you are. And, and that's why, what she said. Yeah. Nobody knows who any of these people are. And are they going to have their best interest at heart? What are they doing? And the fe- here's something else, Democrats, and you should look at this. Mm-hmm. When you say that the that the reason that the border's open is because you want a, a voting block that you're going to secure, this kind of stuff makes you say this is exactly what they want. Yeah, that's the argument. Yeah. I mean, that'll... I don't understand, like, is everybody on that council Democrat? Oh, yeah. So it's 12 to 1, you said? Yeah. And the one that voted against it was uh, a Democrat. But now they're going to vote again. And don't you think they're going to overturn this? No. You don't think so? I think it'll... Now... It has to go after it's voted on again, and then it has to go to, uh, I think Bowser has it, and then it has to go to the, the state. I don't know what they'll do from there. I would like to say they'd come in and shut it down, but remember, D.C.'s its own little area, its own it little is, district, and it's right? got its own. <clears throat> so so what you're saying is, and, and this could be true, the people that Doug Ducey put on a bus to D.C. might actually be able to vote. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's say that Ducey put a whole bunch of people on a bus 32 days ago. Well, congratulations. You get to vote. So, <laughs> That's incredible. So uh, one person, Abel uh, Mne, an organizer with, are you ready for this? Metro D.C. Democratic Socialists of America oh. said that Chen's questions are rooted in age-old xenophobia and racism. Immigrants are not complete strangers. There are neighbors, family, and friends. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah. they're not here as a citizen. Right. And some of them are not here legally. So, no, I don't think they should be able to vote. <laughs> no, Democrats pushing vote voting rights to non-citizens is it's insane. Yeah, it's insane. And I can't imagine a lot of do you think Democratic voters are for this? I don't think they're for this. I would hope not. I would hope not, too. But if they are, that shows you everything you need to know. It's a privilege to vote in this country. It is a 100 percent. Yeah. It really, I know some of us don't believe that. Some of us don't go and vote. Some of us don't think it's a big a big deal. But you and I know people who came here to this country uh, and got, the right way. got citizenship. And when they went and voted, it's one of the biggest days of their lives. Yeah, yeah it is. And, and they deserve to vote. 100%. But if you're here for 30 days and we're just going to say, yeah, go and vote, why would we do that? Yeah. And you don't think that rewards people and sends people the message, come to America, they'll let you vote. Yeah. Coming up next, whoever gets the ball last wins the governor's race. We'll explain next midterm mayhem on the Gatos and Chad Show.